Welcome back to the Gathering Place of All Nations. This Sunday morning, Pastor Victoria Irving shared a message about God's richness being imparted into our lives throughout this season. Let's check in and see how we can achieve it. Amen. Let's just give the Lord a clap offering this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He is worthy of our praises. Amen. He's worthy to receive all glory, all honor, all praise, all our thanksgiving belongs to him today. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We just serve such a good and awesome God. The presence of God is so strong in this place. So strong. Let us never take for granted his presence. You know, that's came up in Revelation throughout, you know, the years that sometimes as people of God, we can just take his presence lightly or we could take it for granted, you know, that we'll come into the house of God and his presence will be there and we could be so nonchalant about it. But the Lord just been repeating to us over and over again, don't take it for granted because then we take God for granted. And you know what that feels like. You become too familiar with him. And you know, familiarity breeds breeds contempt, right? Let us never become so familiar with God that he becomes our buddy and, you know, we just come in with the wrong attitude or I reverence towards his presence. I don't know why I'm going there, but I, you know, I'm just so overwhelmed that we would come into the house of God and he will meet with us Sunday after Sunday, service after service. He shows up here to meet with us. Amen. The creator of the universe, the king of all kings, the God of all gods, he will choose to bring his presence. Not his omnipresence, his manifested presence in our midst and to touch us and to heal us because we are changed from glory to glory. We're changed in the presence of God, amen? And that's the only place we can be changed. Nothing else or nowhere else can, uh, can, can have that effect in our lives, no matter where we go. And to be in the house of God is an honor and a privilege. To be in his presence is even more greater honor and privilege. Because, you know, and um, God is moving right now. God is moving right now. And he's moving all across the earth. Amen? God is moving right now. He's moving in our midst. He's moving in the nations. He's moving in our nation. Amen. He's moving in our families. He's moving in our communities. God is moving. And when God is moving, we got to discern our times. We got to discern what's going on around us. Because when God is moving, we want to move with God. Amen. We want to know what he's doing and to follow what he's doing. Because there are times and seasons that he's ordained for us. Times to understand how we prepare for the seasons that's to come. And, uh, you know, the, the, the timing of God is, uh, is uh, uh, moments where, where he calls us as the believers. He calls us as the people of God to align ourselves for our assignment that is to come. Amen? How do you, do you know you have an assignment from God? Do you know you're called by God? We are all called by God. Amen? Because we're alive and we have breath. And if you are a believer today, you have a, you, you've been called because he's chosen you. He called you. Amen? So don't, so, so don't even say, no matter what's going on in your life right now, don't even think about saying, well, I don't have a calling, God. You know, God is excluding me, and I don't have a place. That's, that, that's a lie from the pit of hell. If you're going through hell, you keep going. Don't stop. You're going to get to the other side. Amen? Yeah. 
because hell is not here. Hell is below where Satan and his demons belong. And we don't belong there. The people of God don't belong there. Amen. So keep going through. No matter what you're going through, I just hear the spirit of the Lord says that there are people right now that needs to hear that. There's somebody that's watching here that, that are listening online that needs to hear that. Keep plowing through. Don't give up. Don't give in. But just, just keep plowing through and you're going to get to the other end because God is pouring out his grace in this season like never before. Amen. Amen. And so I'm going to, I have so much to share with you, but as you know, I share revelation because I'm an intercessor. God speaks to me in dreams. And, um, and, and so I always find that if I follow what the, what the Lord is saying in the dreams, that it's always a now word, a now message to the body. And if I ever try to make something, you know, well, I'm going to speak on this, or it never, it never turns out that, that it's, it's what God really wants. So um, most of you that were here last Sunday, you may re recall that I, uh, during, at the end of the worship, I got up and I brought a word, and the word was about fullness. I also talked to about, um, about you know, God uh, releasing us from anxiety because I felt a strong spirit of anxiety. And there was, and so many people after the end of the service, they came to me and said, I was that person you were speaking to. And God delivered them from, just broke off, just lift off the anxiety that they were going through. But I, I, I declared, I stood here last week and I declared that I heard the word fullness, 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 fullness. And so I, I prophesied and I speak it forth into the atmosphere that that God is bringing uh, things into fullness, amen, and it's, it's, it's fullness in every area, that is fullness of joy, fullness of peace, he's bringing fullness of his presence, fullness of his spirit, fullness of his blessings, fullness of his love, and so I took that up because I heard so clearly from the Lord, and I began for the first three days, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, everywhere I turn, everywhere I go by myself, I'm just declaring fullness, that fullness in every area, you know, fullness of God's grace, his mercy, everything, because that's his intent for us, amen, because he's the God of uh, fullness, and naturally, I should probably get to the scriptures here right now, but I've got so many scriptures to read to you, but, uh, you know, here's, here's some, some scriptures here, in Ephesians 3.19, if you can turn there, or you can just, because I have a lot of scriptures to share, he says, to know the love of Christ which surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled up to all the the fullness of God. Amen? Colossians 2.9, it says, for, for in him all the fullness, fullness of deity uh, belongs in bodily form. And Colossians 1.19, it says, for it was the Father's good pleasure for all the fullness to dwell in him, speaking of Jesus. John 1.16 says, for all his fullness we have all received. From all of his fullness, we have all received. Amen? Grace upon grace. And so the fullness that God has, he wants to impart that to us as people of God. And, and, this, is, and this is the season for that to happen. You know, God's got times and seasons where he's about to bring something to his people. Well, this is that moment where God is about to bring fullness, fullness to, in our lives. 
And so I have to tell you a personal experience that I had, and maybe it may help you to identify and recognize what happened. So as I just shared, I've been declaring fullness, fullness, fullness. So the, for the first three days of last week after I gave that word on Sunday morning, well, lo and behold, I started having dreams by the middle of the week. Um, Wednesday, Thursday, even Friday, some very concerning dreams. And, um, and I started to, okay, why is this happening? Why am I getting, and they were negative dreams. And, and um, so I, I, I spoke and I asked the Lord to get the interpretation. And when the interpretation came, I realized that the Lord was just saying that in order for the fullness to come into your life, that there are some things that's got to go because there are things that's taking up room that belongs to God. And so during prayer, the revelation came forth about something that I've been praying for and praying into for a long, long time. Have you been praying into something in your life or around you, in your family, for a long, 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 long time, and you got to measure a breakthrough, but you don't get the fullness of it? Anybody identify with me? You know what I'm talking about? You've been praying for the same thing for a long, long time. And you see something change, but it's just a little change. But then things go back to the way it, it was uh, formerly. And so, I, I, so, so that was me. And during prayer, I realized that I was dealing with the fruit of that situation, not the root. So I was taken back to the root or the origin when that thing first happened. And then I realized, oh my goodness, you know, the door was open. And so just to share with you, one of the dreams was that there was, there was an open door into that situation, an open door to the enemy. You know, we've got doors that we open to the enemy that we don't know about. And for I know some of you that been going through healing in your lives and all that, I don't want you to think that for the rest of your life you're going to be like searching for those open doors. You don't have to. Because I want to say to you that at God's appointed time, he would reveal those things to you. Amen? When he knows that you're ready to deal with it, when he knows that you have the grace, and when he knows that you have the strength to deal with it, he's going to bring it to the forefront. You don't have to go digging for it. I didn't go digging for it because, uh, because this, this, this came to me through, through revelation. And I know it was God's appointed time to clear up that matter once and for all. And I want to say to you this morning that God is clearing up some things. He's removing some things out of our lives to bring forth the fullness of God. He's taking out some debris that needs to get out of the way so that the full measure belongs to the Lord. Because he says that my people are operating in the measure, but I want to bring a full measure to you. I want you to carry the fullness of my presence, the fullness of my glory, the fullness of my blessing, the fullness of my peace, the fullness of my joy, the fullness of my love. He says, I want you to be carriers of those things. But we cannot attain to the fullness until, uh, you know, things like these get out of the way. So, you know, I, I was reminded uh, John Bevere on the beta Satan on Wednesday morning. He said, he asked the Lord, Lord, refine me. And lo and behold, he said, he said, I should have never prayed that prayer. <laughs> you remember? He said, I should have never prayed that prayer. He said, all of a sudden, he started having these emotions of anger. He said, he was angry at the whole world 
angry at his boss, angry at his pastor, at his wife, at his kids, at his, his babies. Everything he was angry at. And he was like, what's going on with me? Where is this anger coming from? Until he realized that he asked, Lord, refine me. So we got to watch what we pray for sometimes. And so, and so I, I was declaring fullness. I was declaring fullness because I want fullness. How about you? How about you? Do you desire the fullness of God in your life? Well, so you know what? I, I, I said, Lord, I'm ready. I'm ready for the fullness. I, we, you know, we've been going around the mountain, been dealing with stuff, you know, and, and a situation that seemed to linger and linger and linger. You know, and it got moments where it's, where it's uh, you know, turned up and moments where it kind of seemed okay. You know, it's it, it, it subtle. But why could it never go completely? And so because of the dreams that I kept, I had, the Lord showed me that I needed to close this door. And so, of course, repentance paved the way. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share, you know, and so as I repented, I, I just felt a release. And I started to ask the Lord blessings, you know, because he's the God of our present, the God of our, uh, 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 the God of our past, our present, and our future. Amen? And, um, and, and, and if God could heal the present and he can, you know, and he could go before us. Actually, I was reading on Psalm 139 from the Passion Translation. It is so powerful. I'm going to read that right now. And uh, if anyone have a Passion Translation, you want to follow me. But it's so powerful. I'm going to read that right now. Actually, I, I brought my Passion Bible here too. Psalm, thank you, brother. Psalm 139. And listen to this. This is so powerful. So, so powerful. So I'm going to read from, uh, from, from verses uh, 3 to 5. You are so intimately aware of me, Lord. You read my heart like an open book, and you know all the words I'm about to speak before I even start a sentence. You know every step I will take before my journey even begins. You've gone into my future to prepare the way. Isn't that wonderful to know that God is ahead of us? Isn't he the alpha? Isn't he the omega? Isn't he the beginning? And isn't he the end? Is he not the one that, uh, that's gone way ahead of us? Isn't he where we're going? So why can we not just relinquish control to him? Why can we not say, God, have your way? Lord, take it. Take it, Lord. Take it all of, take, take all of me. Take, take my world. Take it, Lord. Because he's there already. How about let him guide us? How about let him lead us? How about let him instruct us? Because when the Bible says he knows the way, he knows the way. Amen? We may think we know because of maybe of, of, of our intellect or whatever it is, but we don't know the way. And so he's calling for us to totally trust in him, totally yield to him, totally surrender to him. Amen? And it's not a bad thing. But I know sometimes that could create a, a, a sense of losing control. And that's what the Lord wants. He wants us to come in that place where we are just so, uh, where we actually, when we lose control, it feels vulnerable. We feel, oh, um, you, you could feel weak. But we're not, weak, we're not weak in our, 
we're weak in our flesh, but strong in our spirit. Amen? Because when we can yield our control to God, then our spirit becomes strong. Because, because guess what? He's standing at the elm. Amen? He's taken. I had many dreams about, yeah, actually, I did share that last Sunday, but giving God the elm. Remember giving God the steering wheel? Remember I shared that during a, a prophetic word that I shared last week? Giving him full control because he needs the steering wheel. Amen? He needs to take a, he needs to be the driver. Let him drive, or drive us, okay? Let him drive us in the direction that he wants to go. But this is so powerful that the Bible says here that he, he's gone into the future to prepare the way. And in kindness you follow behind me. Wow. To spare me from the harm of my past. You have laid your, your hand on me. This is just too wonderful, too deep and incompre incomprehensible. Your understanding of me brings me wonder and strength. Isn't that powerful? That is so powerful. Amen? You know, and uh, it says it, it brings, uh, it's a wonder that God will love us so much. It's a wonder. Amen? Amen. Amen. And so now, and um, all right. I want to I want to shift gears here because I really want you to I want to say today that all that God is doing right now what I just shared to bring us into the fullness is because we are moving into this season of where God is bringing healing God's going to bring restoration. He's going to bring reconciliation. He's going to bring recovery of the years that the locusts have eaten and the canker worms have destroyed. Amen? Amen. And so in order for this healing to come, God's got to get some stuff out of the way. And I want to challenge you. If you want to ask the Lord, Lord, just reveal to me whatever needs to go because I want the fullness. That was my prayer. Well, I got it. I got it. You know, I had to, I, I, you know, and, and sometimes, you know, when you have a dream or, you know, because I'm, I, I dream all the time, you live the emotions, you know, you wake up and, you know, you could feel like, you know, the hurt or you could feel the guilt or you could feel the, the feelings that you had in your dream when you wake up. The only, you know what I'm talking about? You know, and so, um, but it's not for us to stay in that place, but okay, like in one of the dreams, I was guilty. I was guilty of something that I'd done in the past. But I know that what, what, does that, what, what is that saying to me is that the enemy have a charge against me. Remember? The memory have a charge against me, and, we ha and I, I have to bring it under the blood. I have to allow the, the uh, ask the Lord forgiveness and ask the Lord to silence the voice of the accuser of the brethren and take back any legal rights. This is why we need repentance. Amen? And, and, th and thank God for the blood of Jesus. Thank God that he made a way for us to come into his presence. Thank God that he made a way for us to come boldly before his throne of grace to find mercy and, and, to, find, and to, to obtain mercy and find grace to help in times of need. Amen? And so, so uh, God has given us access, and this is why I just thank him, amen, for the precious blood of Jesus Christ that washes us and cleanses us from all of our sins. Amen? 
Amen. And so I am here today to say that I feel a release. I felt a release happen. I felt that something happened. But I am just going around now thanking and decreeing and declaring, Lord, I thank you for restoration. I thank you for reconciliation. I thank you for the redemptive power of the blood of Jesus Christ. And I just, and I'm expecting. So now my posture is a posture of expectancy because I am believing God is going to do what God is says he's going to do. And, and, and because that thing has been removed, that, I'm, that we're going to experience the fullness of God. It wasn't something, it, without saying much, I, I know that it would have, uh, uh, you know, a, a great effect over the ministry. And so, and, uh, so and, you know, and over all of our lives and over Eagle Worldwide. And so, but God is about to bless. God is about to, amen, promote. God is about to bring advancement. I am telling you, God is going to, God is about to bring us uh, into a place in the spirit that we haven't been before. And just by, and, and to say that, I want to say that we are in a new level. Amen. We are in a new place spiritually. For those, and I, I want to speak to everyone so that you can understand, because I don't want you to think, you know, okay, I'm not an intercessor. I don't understand our language here this morning. But in a, in a spiritual sense, we are in a new place, amen? We are in a new level in God, amen? We're not today where we were last, uh, last month or two months ago. And with every new level comes a new level of understanding, a new level of wisdom, a new level of insight, because the Lord brings an upgrading, of, uh, he upgrades us, amen, because it's, it's, because it's like believers, we've gone through classes, and you know, and every step and every level, it's promotion, it's advancement, and when you pass the test and you get into a new level, and I want to say to you, you are in a new level, whether you think it or not, whether you feel it or not, whether you believe it or not, you're not in the same place today that you were a year ago, so begin to ask the Lord for that, for, for that new level of wisdom, that you begin to operate. On a new, in, in a new place that you begin to speak also too from that new place because it's up to us to begin to decree and declare and proclaim and, and, and to prophesy into the new place and establish what God wants to bring to you and to me. Amen. He wants us to, to, to speak into that. Amen. He wants us to, to let our words align with what he's about to bring to us. Let our decrees and our declaration, no matter what you're going through. And I know sometimes when you're going through a situation, you don't see hope. You don't feel hope. You don't feel like, like, like anything is happening. But as the song said this morning, when you don't see it, when you don't feel it, he's working because he never stops working. Amen. Even some of the dreams that came this week, you know, the father, you know, was, was there and just, just, he was around and, and, you know, just watching over everything that's happening. But in the background, he was working. He was working. He was watching and he was working. And, you know, and, and I believe that the Lord is, is, that's why his presence is coming so much stronger around us because he knows what's happening in the world around us. And people, we have to cultivate in our personal lives and in the church an atmosphere for his presence to come and dwell. Amen. We must cultivate that place in our homes for his presence to come. We don't want to mix with the world and, and 
and, 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 and God in our home. We have to, if God is God, serve him. If the devil is God, then serve the devil. But the Lord says that we, we cannot be in two camps at the same time. It, the, the, the Bible says in, uh, in uh, Revelation chapter 3, he said lukewarmness, that he's going to spew out the lukewarm. Amen? Because it, 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 you either be hot or be cold. Amen? Amen? So he's looking for us to either be one or the other, not be in between. And, uh, you know, and so I just want to say to you this morning, just know that God loves you. God loves you because he's about to bless your socks off. But you know what? We have a part to pray. Amen? We got a part to play. And so here's the other scripture that the Lord gave me. And if you could turn to Joel chapter 2, and we have quoted the scripture and we've read it over the years and over the time, but the Lord said to me last, uh, actually a few days ago, this is the scripture that the Lord spoke because if you turn to your Bible, because I'm going to read a few verses here, and this promise that God gave in these chapters here, it was, uh, it came from a place of repentance. Because in Joel 2, remember the great army that invaded the land, and then God called, and then, then the Lord said to them, you know, to call a, call a fast and, and, uh, and repentance, to humble themselves before me. And, you know, and we've all heard that, you know, so many times, repent, 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 repent. God is re releasing a wave of repentance. And repentance is a posture of humility. We humble ourselves before a mighty God, and we confess, you know, our faults, our flaws, and our shortcomings. But he's so quick. He says he's faithful and just to forgive us if we confess our sins. Amen? He's faithful and just. And he's just looking for us to just say those words. Lord, I acknowledge my sin. And, you know, when the Lord showed an open door in my dream, I acknowledged, yes, Lord, you know, uh, I, I, I just acknowledged it. I didn't say, well, maybe, you know, I'm, you know, I don't have any sin because we have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, but for the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen? But for the blood of Jesus Christ that we stand as the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. But from day to day, we're just human. We sin in our thoughts. We sin in our words, our actions. We sin. And so, you know, God is just looking for us to keep a clean slate. Amen? A clean slate. That's all he wants. At the end of the day, Lord, forgive me for the wrong thoughts I had today. Forgive me for the words that I didn't say, but the things that I harbored in my mind. Lord, cleanse my mind. Cleanse my heart. Purge my heart. Purify my heart cleanse me from from anything that is not of you and remove it he's such a good father amen he's such a gracious god amen and and you know when this morning i i just as i was driving to, to church this morning i just heard the lord said i'm speaking i'm speaking to my people and I, my mind went on to joe where he says you know god speaks to men but men does not always listen he speaks in the in in, in the in the night when man is sound asleep he speaks in uh, in their dreams and he speaks in visions, but man doesn't always listen. And I said, Lord, may we have a listening ears to hear your voice. May we learn to, to tune ourselves in to the voice of your spirit, that we, could, that we could know what you're saying, Lord, what you're doing, Lord. That was my prayer as I drove to church this morning, that we as the people of God, that we would hear his voice. We need to hear his voice today more than evermore, more than ever before. Amen? Because, because we, need to do, we, we need to know direction. We need to know the way we're taking. Amen? So, okay, so Joel 2. So this, these verses uh, uh, 
uh, preceded, actually, they, they, they followed the, the repentance that was done. But the Lord said this morning in Joel 2 and 21, this is where I'm going to start, because this is what he's been speaking to me. He said, do not fear, O land, rejoice and be glad. For the Lord has done, and I want to add to this, uh, done and will do great things. Amen? The Lord has done great things. Do not fear, beasts of the field, for the pastors of the wilderness have turned green. For the tree has borne its fruit. The fig tree and the vine have yielded in fall. In fall. So rejoice, O sons and daughters of Zion, and be glad in the Lord your God. For it is he who has given you the early rain or the autumn rain for your vindication. Amen. And it says here, and he has poured down for you rain, the early and the latter rain has before. And the threshing floors will be full, say full. full. The threshing floors will be full of grain, and the vats will overflow, say overflow. overflow. And this is, what we're, this is what we're coming into, fullness overflowing overflowing with new wine and oil. Then he says, I will make up to you for, for the years the swarming locusts have eaten, the creeping locusts, the stripping locusts, and the gawning locusts, my great army which I send amongst you. For you will have plenty. Say plenty. plenty. I will have plenty to eat and be satisfied. So even though there'll be famine and lack of and food shortage, you will have plenty and you will be satisfied. Amen? Amen. And so, and it says, and you will praise the name of the Lord your God. And you will be choose, and you will choose to give him the praise for that. Amen? And you will choose to give him the glory for that. For the, for, for the Lord who has dealt wondrously with you. Then my people will never be put to shame. Thus you will know that I am the Lord in the midst of Israel, and, I, and, and that I am the Lord your God, and there is no other. Amen. And my people will never be put to shame. Hallelujah. God is manifesting. He's manifesting his heart right now to, for his people. This is the love of God, and he's promising restoration. He's promising all the years, and he's promising everything that was stolen, whatever you were robbed of in your past, wherever areas that the enemy came into your life that, was, uh, that you felt that... Um, that was taken from you. You know, I've had inheritance, you know, my family, you know, that was robbed from my father and, um, and that was taken when, when his father died. And, but anyhow, but you know, when, um, but God is uh, doing in this moment, what God is doing right now is healing and he's reconciling and he's returning. It, it's time for recovery. Amen. It's time for recovery. It's time to, 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 to experience restoration and reconciliation. Many of you have many family members that uh, you've, been, uh, you, you've, you've been at odds with, or maybe they haven't spoken to you. I do. I do. I've got family members that, I, you know, that did not speak to me for many, many years in my own family, you know, and, um, but you know, there was a, a little crack that happened this week, you know, and um, that's my, my brother in New York. Uh, most of you... Uh, well, some of you around me know about that. But anyhow, there was a little crack this week, a crack of hope, you know, a glimmer of hope that came through this week. 
and um, and and I've and I've been just speaking and declaring the Lord that that you know that you know that crack is going to be opened and it's going to get bigger and bigger and God is going to open up His heart to you know to His love, Amen. And and I share that because I want you to know that God is moving in family to bring restoration, to bring reconciliation. He's moving in, in all over the world right now and even in our nation too. Our nation needs healing, Amen. Our country needs healing, amen? And so God is moving right now to restore in every area, not just in one area. You may have lost your finances and a deal that went bad, but God is going to restore things to you, amen? Your health, you may, somewhere along the way, you may have lost, you know, something happened and, and you have lost, uh, uh, you know, uh, your mobility or whatever it is, whatever area of your life is, was, was attacked by the, by the devourer. God is is about to restore. Amen. And this is a promise because this is the time that we're in right now. Restoration. Because of the season we're moving into. The seasons of God that we're moving into. Where you, do you remember that the, that the uh, tribe of Ishikar in First Chronicles, the Bible says that they were the tribe that understood the times and seasons and they knew what Israel ought to do. And you know, a tribe is a, is a group that, that believe. You know, they get together, they have the same belief. And they had a, a prophetic unction on them because they had the ability, you know, to, to receive revelation from God. And so I believe that as a church, that we are believers that, that have that ability given to us by the Lord. Amen? And, and, and also, too, we are an apostolic prophetic ministry. And that means that the prophetic must flow. That means that the word of the Lord must be present. That means that people who come here must know what God is doing around in the body of Christ, even in the nations. Amen. And so I'm here to tell you this morning as an intercessor that God is about to meet us in places that, that, that where the enemy has come in. God is about to meet us in those places. Whatever it is, whatever, I, I'm, and I'm sure for every person it's different, but God is coming into that place. God is coming into that place to bring healing. Amen. Healing hearts, healing broken hearts, restoring uh, 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 situations, and, and whatever it is, you can claim, you can claim God's healing and ask him to bring his fullness, to bring his fullness of healing, amen? Fullness of healing in the relationships, fullness of healing in your body, fullness of healing in your finances, fullness of healing in your mind, fullness of healing in your families, fullness of healing. You just declare, because healing is not just physical. Healing comes in every form, amen? And when God is about to pour it out, he's going to get us ready to receive the fullness of it, as I shared earlier, amen? So let's be ready. Let's just have our containers emptied out of me, myself, and I, so that God can come in, amen? So that the Prince of Peace can come in, amen? So that the God of glory can manifest his glory in, in your life and in my life, and that we could be carriers of his presence, amen? Amen. Amen. He wants us to carry his glory to the hurt and the dying out there. He's got a purpose for you and for me. Amen. And no matter what happens, no matter what happened in our lives, no matter how bad the circumstances, God will fulfill his word for you. 
Amen. He would make good on his purpose for your life. Amen. Because that's who he is. That's who he is. A faithful God. He's a good God. Amen. And don't ever let the enemy make you feel, well, I tried that before. Well, if you tried it before, try it again. Try it again. Take, take this word, take this word seriously. Take this challenge. Because I did not expect when I was declaring fullness what, what happened for the rest of the week. But I'm standing here today to tell you God is faithful. God is faithful because I felt that God removed something. And, you know, um, and Pastor Monica had a powerful dream. But it was the number eight that was very significant. God has a new beginning in store. And it's about to manifest. And the timing of it, and the timing of it, confirmed because the Lord knew that she would share that with me. And that ministered so much to me because I knew that, like, we've been here, it's a new beginning, it's a new season, it's a new day, it's a new hearing. We've been hearing all of that for a long time. But, you know, sometimes there is like a, a, a heralding of an, a, an announcement that's usually made, you know, a while before things actually happen. That's how the Lord works. He doesn't spade, and then it happens the next day. God's waiting for us to come in agreement with heaven. God is waiting for us to come in agreement with the word that just went forth, with the dream that he just gave us, amen? And speak into it, proclaim it, decree it, declare it, believe it, even when things in the natural are not lining up with what's coming out of your mouth. Believe it, amen? Believe. How many want to believe with me? Come on now, I want to believe. Come on, believe with me that we're going to see God manifest the fullness of a new beginning because when God is making all things new, all things brand new, yes, and, you know, we have to tune the world out and tune the, tune the news out sometime because, you know, it would undermine our faith and our ability to stand firm on the word of God. That's right? Amen? Isn't that true? So we have to listen to what God is saying. And we have to believe that God is God. He's not a man that he should lie. Amen? He promised and he's going to do it. He spoke it and he's going to make good on his word. He's never going to alter the words that came out of his mouth. He's not going to break his covenant. He's not going to break his covenant ever because that's who he is. He's a covenant-keeping God, a covenant-making God, and a covenant-fulfilling God. Amen? Amen. And covenant, as you, those that took the, 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 blood, the, the uh, blood covenant course, you understand that there's power in covenant. It's not an agreement, and I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to always say this because I need to remind me, and we need to be reminded of the power of the covenant that God made with us through the pressure blood of his son Jesus Christ amen it's there is power in covenant it's unbreakable it's until death and that's why it's eternal because we had an eternal lamb the eternal blood of the lamb of God and everything about it it's eternal amen it's not when we went no gone from this world and then you know then that covenant is over no uh, we're going to be with him for eternity. Amen? And so he's giving us eternal mindsets, that we think eternity. And everything that we do, we're not just here for a moment and gone, here today, gone tomorrow, because tomorrow is going to be an eternity. 
That's where we're going to spend most of our, our years in eternity. Life in this earth is just a drop, of, like a drop of water in the bucket. It's a brief moment in time that we are here on this earth. So let our journey in this, in, in this world, let our journey through this life uh, uh, be fulfilling the plans and purposes of God. And you know what? Sometimes people gonna they, they go to the North Pole and they run all over the world. What is my purpose? What is my call? What is my destiny? How about you just start from right where you're at and just, and just you know, stand with God because I believe that God hears the cry of a desperate heart. And if your heart is desperate for the will of God, guess what? He's going to reveal his will to you. I just see people run here and there and everywhere. Oh, they hear this and that. Oh, I got to run here. I got to run there. And they just scatter their focus, scatter their energies. And guess what? It's like that tree that gets uprooted every six months. You know, it's there, here, there, and everywhere. You know, the leaves are green, but it never bore any fruit because the, the root never went firmly into the ground. And it's like the fig tree, what did the Lord did? You know, he cursed the fig tree. And it's like, you know, you appear. And the Lord was also speaking, too, about that church, the Laodicean church. You know, they, they seemed alive, you know. They, they, you know, you remember that, that scripture? They, you know, they thought they were alive. But then he said, you know, you're, you're poor and naked, naked and wretched and blind. Oh, just put eyes solve on my eyes that I may see. And, and you know, and so, and so appearance, appearance. You know, a, a, appearance is deceiving. And, and so God is looking for us you know, uh, uh, to reflect him, that not just appear green, but as Pastor Don said the other day, that he's the fruit examiner, actually on a Friday morning devotions, we're doing the book of James. He said, God is examining the fruit of our lives. He's a fruit examiner, and God is all about fruit, because he wished that we may all bear fruit, amen, and bear fruit for the kingdom of God, because he wants the, the, the fruit inside of our lives to, to bring, uh, you know, to advance the kingdom of God. Because when we see fruitfulness, you know, when we, when, when we release fruitfulness, when there's fruitfulness, there is a blessing. There is a life, amen, that, that, that comes from being fruitful, amen? And so anyhow, I don't know how I got off on that, but <laughs> bless your name, Lord. We just bless your name, Lord. We thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you, Lord, for all that you're pouring out right now. We thank you, Lord, that you're, that you're releasing the fullness of your spirit, O oh God. We thank you, Lord, you're releasing the fullness of your love upon us, Lord, the fullness of your power upon us, O oh God. And Lord, we just want to declare even at uh, this moment right now, Lord God, that you bring to us the fullness, the full measure, O oh God. Lord, the full measure, God. Lord, that each of us, O oh God, will walk in that place of a full measure of your spirit, O oh God, of your blessing, the fullness of our calling. How about the fullness? of our calling. Lord God, that this is the moment that you're calling us, oh God. You're calling us to stand in our place, oh God. To stand in our position, oh God. Oh, would you just come, Father. Would you just come, Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord God, and bring that, bring that, bring that over this house. Bring that over the body of Christ as the people of God that we would understand, oh Lord. Oh God, that you are pouring out right now. That you are bringing us, oh God, into this season of grace, oh God. Grace, oh God. And and healing and blessings and favor and goodness, oh God. Oh Lord God, that we could receive from you all that you have for us, oh Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you, Father. Oh, I just want to declare that Jeremiah anointing this morning over this place. That Jeremiah anointing to pluck up, to break down, to destroy, and to overflow in order that there could be a, a planting and a building up in the name of Jesus Christ. And right now, I just feel that the Lord is helping us. His grace is upon us. His grace is upon the people of God to settle some accounts. There's some accounts that need to be settled. There's some uh, forgiveness that needs to be released. There is some things that need to go. Maybe the enemy uh, during your situation, whatever you've been going through, may have sown bad seeds in the soil of your mind. It's today that it's a time for that those seeds to be plucked out, those pleats to be uprooted in the name of Jesus, that you will not continue on in this place of defeat any longer. This is that there is a grace for it. There is an anointing for it uh, that God is releasing right now in this moment because he's bringing us into the new. He's doing a new thing. Amen. He's doing a new thing in the earth. And so we are partnering with what God wants to do. Amen. We just want to do our part. And if you do our part and we all do our part, guess what? We're going to see the kingdom of God advanced. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I was in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 10 and verse 12. And, um, and it says, what does the Lord require from you but to fear the Lord your God and to walk in his ways and to love him and to serve the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul? How do we make room for the fullness of his love? To fear him. And you know in Micah chapter 6 and verse 8, the prophet also reiterated those words. He says, he has told you, O man, what is good and what does the Lord require of you, but to do justice, to love, loving, to love kindness, and to walk humbly before your God. And in Deuteronomy 10, 13 to 14, it says it shall come about if you listen obediently to my commandments, which I'm commanding you today, to love the Lord your God and to serve him with all your heart and, and all your soul, he will give the rain for your land in its season, the early and the, and the latter rain, that you may gather in your grain and your new wine and your oil. The Lord is saying today, he's calling us back. And you know, the Lord's calling us back to that place of the first and the greatest commandment. If we love him with all our hearts, with all our souls, with all our minds, with everything that is inside of us. And you know what the Lord said to me? If we do not love him, everything that we do for him, for the kingdom of God, stems from that place of loving him. The degree of measure, the, the, the measure of the, uh, of the love that we have, the degree of the love, that, of his love that we carry inside of us is the degree that we're going to manifest to the world, God, and we're going to manifest his goodness. And, um, and the Lord spoke to me and he said to me, that's why many people cannot serve him the way they should because they serve because there's something that benefits them. And if it's a benefit, I will serve. And if it doesn't benefit me, I don't serve. And so we're not serving as unto the Lord. We're serving as unto men. 
And if everything that we do, we do in the light of knowing that I'm doing this because I love God and I want to see his kingdom advanced. I want to see, I want to see, I want to see darkness be pushed back. I want to see the church, that the, the church move forward, that the gates of hell will not prevail against the church. And the Lord just spoke, just spoke so clearly. And then I, 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 you know, sometimes when the Lord speaks, you, you realize that is so true. If I don't do what I do for the love of Jesus, if I'm standing here pretending that I love you and I don't and I hate you, I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm deceiving myself. I'm deceiving myself because I'm not doing what I do for the love of God. You remember the story, Brother Lawrence? You remember, for those of you, uh, maybe some, there's a, that was back in the 18th century. You know, he was a soldier. He was trying to find God and understanding his ways. And he got a hold of the love of God in a way that he never wrote a book, but books were written about him. That's how, because he didn't care to write about himself. But many wrote books, and they took the letters that he was writing to people, just, just in wisdom that came from him, and the love of God. And so one of the stories, it's a little book, and it's, it's all yellow because it's, it was, it's so old that I have. I have it in, in, in my bag because I have to remind myself that what I do always is for the love of God. Not to please man, not for myself, because it's not for my glory. It's for the glory of the King of kings, amen, and for the Lord of lords. And so I must have a right attitude because I am serving the king, whatever I do. We, if I'm a janitor, if I clean the floor, I clean the washrooms, I clean the kitchen, whatever it is that you do in the house of God, do it as unto the Lord, amen. So back to the story of Brother Lawrence, one of the stories that, he, that, that they shared about him was that he, he was in a monastery for a while because he was really trying to find God and find his heart. And there was so much love exuding from this man that wherever he goes, everything around him will change, not by what came out of his mouth, but by his presence. And I remember they shared that he was writing a letter to someone because they were asking him, you know, how it was going. And he says, you know, I have to do something that I don't like, but I do it because I love God. He, he doesn't like doing dishes. And so in the monastery, he had to do dishes. And that was the old-fashioned way, you know. And, um, and, and he says, but I did it for the love of God. And he says, and the people around him, they knew that he didn't. But the attitude towards, the, towards what he did, his attitude towards serving was so gracious and because he remembered, no, I'm just, you know, I'm serving God by what I do. And so that really touched me. But I wanted to, this morning as we are wrapping up right now and um, to just remember that the fullness of God, when we're crying out for God's fullness, let's just ask for the first and foremost thing. Lord, I want the fullness of your love. And you may see things begin to surface in your life that you, didn't know were, that you didn't know was there. But just know that because you prayed that prayer, God is hearing you and he's answering you. And I want to tell you, when he surfaced those emotions or those feelings that, you may, that, that would appear, take them to the Lord and say, Lord, I, ask, I, I thank you for your grace that's available to me. I ask, I thank you for your grace to help me to totally release this, to surrender this, to bring healing to this. And he will walk with you and he will com commune with you and he will have fellowship with you. 
And, and he's going to show you the things that you missed. He's going to show you the way to walk it out, not in your own strength, but, but leaning on the everlasting arms, amen? Leaning on him to lead you, to, to, to show you how to get through this. But you got to start someplace, amen? There's a starting place for everything. There's a starting place for us to enter into the fullness of God. How about you partner with what God's doing in this time right now? Times were given so that we could prepare for the season to come. And so what God doing this moment, we're going to partner with him, amen? So let's just bow our heads. Let's bow our heads this morning. I shared a lot of things here today. But I just want you to know that everything I shared, it came through revelation, through dreams, through vision, through the word from the Lord. And Lord, we just want to say, we, Lord, that today we want to hear what you're saying, Lord. And we want to act upon it this day. And I pray for every person that is in the sound of my voice. Lord, that even in the days to come, Lord, God, that you would just show those, those areas in our lives. Because love is, the, love is the root of everything that we would receive. And if we don't have love, we cannot contain the fullness of his blessings. We cannot contain the fullness of his power, his presence, his grace. Everything stems from that place of the fullness of his love. And we can never, never acquire this without his help we can never love and so you may say this morning i don't know how to do this and that's why we're that's why this matter is came up today because the lord is saying would you let me have it would you ask me to help you to love the way that jesus loves you we could never do it in our own strength. We could never do it in our own ability. Because I know the first thing, the first thought that comes to mind, I can't do this. And you're right, you can't do it. But with God, with him, all things are possible. Amen? So it's not about what you do. It's not about how much power you carry. It's not about how much of whatever else that you carry. If you don't carry the fullness of his love, everything that you do will be wood, hay, and stubble. Everything. Because love love is the foundation. And so, Lord, I pray that this morning that we will start up in that place, Lord, of your first commandment, your greatest commandment. To love you with all our hearts, all our souls, all our minds, and with all our strength. And to love one another as you love us. And Lord, we are confessing this morning that honor, that honor Lord, by yourselves, oh God, that we cannot do it. And that we need your help. We need your grace. We need your empowerment, Lord. To be able to walk in your love. Would you teach us, Lord? Would you just show us, Lord? We depend on you this morning, Lord. Oh, would you just come, Lord? Oh, I just feel the love of God in this place right now. I feel the love of Jesus. And I feel that God wants us 
to eagerly desire this. To earnestly desire to carry his love. I think I, I just have a sense that things are gonna change and shift and shift rapidly. There's gonna be a rapid shift in your life. A rapid shift. And you may, uh, you know, because there are things, and I'm just going to give you a moment here as, as, as we're going to pray and just ask the Lord. Maybe there's some things that's just in the front burner right now of your heart and in your mind that you say, Lord, I just give it to you right now because it's a love blocker. It's a love blocker. It's blocking love, the love of the Father. And so, Lord, we just, we just give these things to you right now. Whatever it is, oh God, we give it to you. We thank you, Lord, that you are preparing us for greatness. You're preparing us, oh God, for restoration. And that's really why this is all happening. Because he wants us to be blessed forevermore. To walk in, to walk in all of his blessings and everything that he's going to bring to us. That we don't leak it out. Because we could be leaky vessels sometimes. So just let him, just, just let him have it. Let him have it. And you may say, well, nothing comes to my mind right now. But if you take this challenge for the next 30 days, if you're feeling things surface like they did for John Bevere, emotions that you don't like, you know, get prayer, ask for prayer if you feel you need help on, in, in those areas. But if you see it happening more than usual, okay, the Lord's putting his finger on it. I need to deal with this. And by the help of the Holy Spirit, it's going to happen. Amen? Amen. And so, Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask this morning, O oh God, that you will come, O oh God, over your people today. That you would just come and touch every heart today. Touch every life today, oh God. And Lord, I just want to declare this morning, oh God, that Father God, that every person, oh God, Lord Jesus, that is, that is going to step on board and to do this, Lord. God, I thank you, Lord, that you are shifting and you will change because that's what's about to happen. There is a shift that's about to happen. And God's shifting your life. He's shifting the church, the church of Jesus Christ. He's shifting this house and he's shifting things right Right now and he's just saying let's just quickly get out of you know get rid of those things that's going to block us let's just get rid of those things quickly 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 and it's going to happen quickly quickly it's not going to be long drawn out uh, uh, situations it's going to happen and because because you've surrendered it you've asked for his help and guess what he's not going to give you a stone if you ask him for bread and because he's a faithful father amen amen so let's just stand to our feet right now Helena, we're going to do that song. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Let's, let's just sing and worship the Lord right now. And uh, it's a song of surrendering and a song of because I, I you know what, I, I'm going to guarantee you today is the first Sunday in November. By the first Sunday in December, things are going to begin to shift and change in your life as you begin to ask the Lord to manifest the fullness of his love in your life. The fullness of the great commandment, the first and greatest commandment, to love the Lord your God with all your heart. Everything that I shared, the Joel 2 promises are going to manifest in your life. The fullness of all things are going to manifest. But let's put the most important thing in the first place. Yes, hallelujah. 
Thanks for listening. Feel free to reach out to us or check us out online at www.tgpoa.com. We pray you have a great week.